0: what you want when you want it where you want it this is the mesh
1: this podcast is sponsored by jackson
0: creative a custom communication agency located in downtown hickory specializing in online content creation to learn more visit the jackson jackson creative we tell your story
1: we'll try not to like too much talk over each other but again we are girls and we, we are disagree <laughs> well, make <not> <laughs> little. like cracked okay, right, out T right. Bird, some grease. Yeah. You know, she got that black hair. Hello, hello. Welcome to a very special episode of Chick Chat. This is Chick Chat across the country. We are coming to you remotely, and both in different places. Jeanette and I can see each other, but you cannot see us. We are podcasting in our pajamas, I'd like to think.
0: <laughs> I'm not, but I don't know right, if you yes. are. It's fine. No, no I'm not. It's fine. it's fine. But I like that, podcasting in pajamas. I think that could <laughs> actually
1: be like a little side show maybe we could start. Um, or like chit chat. hashtag podcasting in pajamas. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally down for that. Totally down. All good. Well, good to see you, Jeanette. It has been a hot minute. It has. How's it going? You've got summertime yes. in full
0: effect right now. I think so. <laughs> I keep asking myself, is it is it early summer? Because my schedule hasn't slowed down. I think it's yeah. only picked up since school let out. But oh, good is life,
1: how's the summer life with two kids? It is,
0: it is good. It is busy, but yeah. it's good. Yeah. Getting used to the summer schedule is going to be different when my oldest starts school back because then I have to get yeah. used to a whole new schedule. But the good thing is, the little one can, <laughs> is adaptable. He goes, yeah, right he goes.
1: He goes like, everywhere with you. Yeah.
0: Where, Um. when does your kid start school? Last week in August.
1: Okay. Month two. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes, we've got a month left. Yeah. <laughs> one month. Yeah. You can do it. You can, can. do it. I had. Have- I had to tell myself that the other day, I understand there's a lot of people out there that are like summertime's the best time. I love it and everything. And I, I enjoy it, but unfortunately I can't, I mean, I, I do still work, you know, and we, we do this. So it's, it's very different for me than maybe a stay at home mom or something else. So we are, we're, we've been hot. We've had cold weather. We've had, Rainy weather, we've had we've had a little bit of everything. It is has definitely um, been a summer of first. We took a lot of trips. We went to a little bit of a cross-country trip. We did some, over the 4th of July, we went to Yellowstone
0: oh, and
1: nice. um, Mount Rushmore. Pretty nice. cool. Yeah, yeah. So we've had a good time. Um, but I'm going to be the first to say that I'm kind of ready for school to start back. My husband actually said that to the kids the other day. He was like, I'm kind of ready for you guys to go back to school. <laughs> I, like,
0: I feel guilty saying that, but I'm like, ask me, I told my daughter like, I really I love you and I love that you're home and I don't have to wake up super early, but I'm so ready for you to go back to school.
1: <laughs> yeah. And and you know what? My family thrives on routine. We yeah. really do. Like, and, and summer just does not have a steady routine a lot of times. And so it is very um, nice when there is that. Here's what's gonna happen in the morning, you're gonna do this, and then you're gonna come home. And then you have the you know, flexibility in the evenings, but yeah, they mine like routine and I'm I miss that in the summertime. So bring on school year, bring on fall TV because ah, yes. there's a couple of things happening in the fall that we need to talk about. Oh, okay. Yes. First of all. I just started watching this show the other day. It's only had a few episodes, and I'm not sure if you've seen it or not, but I personally think it is kind of brilliant. Okay. It's called What
0: Just Happened with Fred Savage. Okay. Have you heard of I've, this? I've heard it. I've seen like the little thing in the corner when other things yep. are on, but I haven't seen it. Okay.
1: So here's the thing. So, you know, I listened to Dax Shepard's podcast armchair expert a lot right yeah so Fred Savage was on it recently and I'd also seen Fred Savage on like a couple other late night talk shows or the previews saying like Fred Savage is going to be the guest this week and I'm like why is Fred Savage so popular right now but it was because he was obviously on tour as we all know Fred Savage was um on the Wonder Years and yeah. so he was a you know, famous child actor. He's been on plenty of shows since then. He actually is into directing a lot now, but he has a new show um, that's on Fox and it's called What Just Happened with Fred Savage. Now, I want you to follow me here. This show is a, a mock mockumentary, maybe a mock up. I don't know how you would describe it, but it's Fred Savage, but he's pretending to be a host. On a late night talk show, imagine Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. Okay. Okay. Or even maybe a Jimmy Fallon or James Corden. But it's based on, the show is a late night talk show that talks about a TV show and what just happened on it. And it's it's a fake TV show. It's not a real TV show in real life. Okay.
0: It's okay. okay. so hard
1: to describe now that I'm saying it out loud. Um, it actually sounds ridiculous now that I'm talking about it, but it's really <laughs> funny. Okay, so, so Fred Savage plays himself as the host of a late night TV show. That the whole purpose is it comes on right after this fictional show comes on, but in the right. television show, it's not fake. You know, I mean, the TV show is called The Flare. Obviously, that's not a real show. But in this program, it is a real show. So the, so the, it's so weird to talk about. (laughs) Everybody, you're not selling it great yet. I I can't do it. I don't understand how to say it now. I was, I was watching it and I was like, man, this is brilliant. This is unbelievable how they pulled this off. But now that I'm trying to describe it, I can't. (laughs) So imagine that it is a (laughs) late night talk show, that is so kind of
0: like talking appearance. dead after walking dead.
1: It's exactly like talking dead. Okay. So talking dead, okay. following up walking dead right now, talking dead talks about the show that just happened, right? That just happened. Yes. Yes. And they'll have guests on or mm-hmm. special appearances, right? Yes. So that's what this is, but this is on television as a fake show. Okay. So the show that he's talking about is not a real show. Right. Which makes this like a sitcom. Okay. And they have guests that come on. And so, for example, in episode one, Rob Lowe is a guest on the couch next to Fred Savage. Okay. And like Fred welcomes him out on stage and like Rob comes out and he's greeting the audience and waving and high-fiving and stuff. And then he sits down and they spend the entire interview talking about this TV show that Rob is a super fan of. Okay. And so these people have this, you know, they basically are given the plot of this fake TV show called the flare. And then he brings these people on and they talk about it. And so what I don't know is and the whole thing's fake. Like, I mean, like I said, this is not aired as a television show. So at the very beginning, the first episode, you watch the last three minutes of the flare and then it cuts to the show. (laughs) So bizarre. And um and Fred, you can tell he's dealing with some like, I'm an older actor now and I'm not as cute and bubbly as I used to be with everybody. Um, and he's having to keep up with the young ones. So for example, in the in the show, the flare is based off of like a four book series and that was written back in the day. And he read all these books whenever he was on the Wonder Years and he read them, they sort of they comforted him. He was, it was his favorite story to, to dream a way that he was in taking part of, but that the, his co host on the show was like this young millennial girl. And she's like, Oh no, I didn't read any of the books. I'm just watching the movies, you know? And he's like, Oh, but don't you think that you would really love to watch the, or read the books and get the true backstory. Do you really need to have the background? She's like, I don't need it. You know? And it's very much that storyline now, like, People aren't reading the books anymore. They just wait for the big movie, and so he's trying to keep up with the, that idea. He, um, he's just you know, real awkward on the show and stuff. He's very he's he's himself, but it's just it's one of these weird concepts of a series that you're like, how did somebody come up with this? And he's the director, he's the producer, and he's starring in it. So it's like a lot of Fred Savage, but. It's a show I have to check it out. Check out. I'll check it's it on, out. It's on Fox and okay. it comes on Sunday nights. Okay. And it's only had like three or four episodes, I think. Um, but it's really interesting because you almost find yourself thinking like, oh my gosh, like I totally watched this show at some point. And you're like, no, the flares not real. Like this <laughs> is not real. And I'm like, but I feel like I've seen it because he's talking about things. They have ca- uh, the cast from that show on which are real actors in real life and they go by their real names and all it's really bizarre and i and i you forget that you're not watching a real show that they're actually talking about something so anyway that's my new show plug for the episode it's called what just happened with fred
0: savage i'm gonna check it out the first episode and see what's going on but i do enjoy him on Yeah, I'm going to give it a try. I do enjoy him. And I laugh. I cry laughing at friends from college. Love it. I, I love it. it, I, I mean, I have like, for real, like outbursts of laughter. Absolutely.
1: The entire show
0: is funny. I've actually watched
1: season one, like twice. I'm
0: just, there's so, seasons are so short. It's disappointing. Yeah. Like just when it's getting good, they're like, okay, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: you got to wait another nine months. Now. Right. It's so good. And that's honestly why I kind of was like, I'm going to give something. He's doing a shot because it just seems like, why not? You know, I got to go um, watch
0: those again. Cause yeah, those are, those are hilarious. They
1: are. They're all on Netflix. Anybody can go watch them. Friends from college got a lot of stars and a lot of people playing it but they they all can come on there because like you said it's very short seasons and so yeah. they can do it it's fine um so anyway so i've watched that um let's see you know what's coming in the fall again now is the 90210 reboot august soon how do you right? how do you in, in like another week and a half yeah how,
0: how do, do i you feel about this i'm i'm excited
1: yeah yeah now this well, is what brought me yeah. into this is because you know how it's going to be it's not going to be the same people being these characters it's going to be jason wow, oh. knowing that he's played brandon walsh and they're all trying to get a reboot back up and going and they come together as the characters who played these characters
0: oh well then i don't know how i feel about it
1: that's what I understand. That's what I was told. And that's what I read is that it's, it's definitely not just like, oh, hey, now we're all like adults and living, you know, normal lives. It's like them saying, okay, we've got to get a reboot together. And so, hey, Jason, call up Jenny and, and get her on the, in the group or whatever. And then let's all figure out how to be Brenda and Kelly and who, Steve, all of them again. Like what Fred Savage is doing. I don't know. Actors don't know. being fake actors? I don't know. I guess it. I'll watch it the first. Well, there's only six see. episodes.
0: That's like Friends from College.
1: <laughs> yes, there's only six. So it's not like we're going to get a big old storyline anyway. Okay.
0: So I yeah, don't know. I mean, I wish they would do it like Will and Grace did it, where they came back as Will and Grace.
1: And it's and just, just straight up normal. And Just Jack. Now, Will and Grace is done after yeah. this upcoming season. Um yeah, yeah, they just announced the other day that season three of the reboot will be their final final.
0: It's very disappointing. I have everything just lasts as long as all these like twenty like Law and Order. Law and Order is never gonna go
1: off the air. I I have thoroughly enjoyed Will and Grace reboot. And I think they've made it possible for all these other things. We've talked about reboots a lot here on the show, but it seems like that's all anybody's doing. You know, they're doing all kinds of stuff. Disney's on a spell right now of all their movies are getting reboots. Um, Oh my gosh. Can we talk about Top Gun? Please tell me you watched the trailer.
0: Did I see that trailer? Jeanette. I don't remember. I don't think I did. Well, did I? This is Top Gun Maverick. I want to say I watched it, but I can't be 100% sure. I almost
1: need to end the podcast so that you go watch it and then come <laughs> back in and we'll restart it. I am I cannot believe this. Okay. So Top Gun Maverick yeah. comes out like at the beginning of next year, I think. The first preview has come out. This is, now this is what you want. This is picking up in real life where it is right now. Right. Age wise, what you can tell from the preview is that Tom Cruise Maverick is now still just a captain in the military. And he is talking to Ed Harris, who I love, Ed Harris. Ed Harris is playing like his boss, maybe, or the the general or something. And Ed's saying, you know, I can't believe, like, you've had the most these and the most this and the the biggest this and all this stuff. And you're still just a captain. Like you, you should be a two star admiral by now. And Maverick's like, yeah, well, I'm not, you know, like it's almost like he's turned all this stuff down because he wants to go teach at Top Gun. Anyway, then it goes through Maverick is flying. He's riding his motorcycle. He's pulling off his famous aviators and leather jacket with all the patches and stuff. And Miles Teller is in the movie. Okay. I love Miles Teller. Like, love Miles (laughs) Teller. Okay. And Miles Teller plays um, Bradley Bradshaw, which, if you recall, Bradshaw is Goose's last name. Okay. So he is the son of Goose. Oh, good. And he's now coming to Top Gun, where Maverick is an instructor. Okay. John Hamm is also in the movie. Oh, yes. Okay. And so is Jennifer Connelly. What's yeah, she does. <laughs> she's the new. She's the new Charlie, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. She, I saw her in a picture, like a poster, with Maverick. Like Meg Ryan's coming bike.
0: back or not?
1: Haven't heard that. I thought that would be awesome to have a, just a tiny cameo from her. Like yeah. talking to Maverick maybe about Goose's son, you know, or something. Yeah. And I don't know. It'd be cool. But anyway, so, you know, it's one of these things where it's like, hey, don't F with the original. Like we we were fine with Top Gun the way it was. Like do yeah. we really need a part two. But I really think that um, from what I understand... Technically, I asked the the gentleman over at Foot Candle Films, another show here on the mesh, what they thought of Tom Cruise doing a Maverick part or Maverick version, the Top Gun 2. Um, And they actually claimed that they were not upset about it because if Tom Cruise, apparently Tom Cruise has such clout in his producer roles and director roles and acting roles that he does not get into any movie. That's going to end up as crap is what they've said. You know, I mean, pretty much if he's going to be in a movie, I know he's had like a sketchy personal past, but apparently anything he touches on the movie is going to be kind of gold. So they were like, you know, it's not going to be a crappy movie. Like there's that. And Val Kilmer's coming back in it. Oh, Iceman is in the movie again. So I read an interview with Val Kilmer where he says that Tom Cruise does pretty much, or not just Tom, but the, all the pilots pretty much do all the real flying in there. It's not CGI stuff.
0: Oh my gosh. I don't yeah, know
1: that we like, want that. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you. We well, you know Tom Cruise is like known for doing all of his own stunts. because he. Yeah, I've heard that he did whole... all the Mission
0: Impossible stuff. Yes. So yeah.
1: that is why... You know, another reason they're saying it could be pretty cool is because it's not CGI and animation and all this stuff to the extent that they can, obviously. Um, but Val Kilmer was like, "Yeah, it's pretty intense. It's really cool." So you're going to have to hop off and make sure that you go watch that trailer in case you have not seen it. it. It's it's exciting. I can't
0: wait. Do you think they're doing things like reboots and part twos of movies, or even redoing movies some, at some? For some of these movies, because of the generation gap, like, I still go to the movies, I still watch TV, but like younger millennials, they're not watched, they're doing Netflix and Hulu, they don't have cable. So they're bringing back the shows that people like me grew up on and want to see them continue or something that's happened, you know. So are you
1: saying... So you're saying they're trying to lure our age back in or they're trying. Well, to I think
0: our knowledge. age is still watching. A yeah. lot of us are still watching TV and cable still have cable. Yeah. For the most part, because we either have kids and or for whatever reason we have a lot of us still have cable I know a lot don't, but a lot still have cable. Sure. So like, if you think about it, a lot of the new shows don't last very long unless they have like older characters in them. Or uh-huh. there's something that we're used to. Will and Grace, Nine oh two and coming back. You know all those redos that they do. Well, like, have you noticed that too? Staying on too long, staying on all long the time. all the game shows that have come back on now. Yes, that's what I mean. Like all the yeah. Press Your Luck and because those people still have cable and they're watching TV, whereas the millennials are like, yeah, we're we're not doing that on a Friday night or even a Wednesday night. So. Right. Right. Or if we
1: are, we're recording it and watching it whenever we want to, like right. it really doesn't matter. We're watching it, in, you know, as we fall asleep or something like that. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess that's a good point. You know, I mean, it's, it's one of these, I guess um, you run a real risk in my mind of yeah. screwing up, screwing with my memories, if you will. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't really want, you know, Will and Grace to ever be like tarnished in my mind because I loved that show originally. Mm-hmm. So it's like when they're going to come back again, I'm like, oh gosh, please don't screw it up because now I'm just going to be mad, you know? Well, that's, and what, I'm I really about, hoping,
0: that's what I felt uh, about oh, the young That's exactly years. right. I was like, yes. I
1: don't know who these kids are. <laughs> same. It was not the same feeling, you know, and I watching it. And so it's, that was, that was, that was people trying to take something that was successful for us
0: mm-hmm.
1: and apply it to that millennial age. Yeah um and and like you said that's just a different generation it just does not compute sometimes it doesn't transfer yeah um so I don't know that something like this 90210 reboot that's happening in a couple weeks I don't think that's gonna have any appeal for anybody that's not in our age range right you know you probably
0: don't know who these people are it's Archie's dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Archie
1: dad and his friends. That's right. Rest in peace. Don't bring him up. Oh, my
0: gosh. Ugh. You know what's crazy? And I don't know if your daughters, like, watch these shows. But, you know, Cameron Boyce from Descendants. And she's on Disney. Like, my daughter has been, like, just so down about his passing. And I get it. Agreed. But it's, like, Same. that's the first, like, main character that she's known that has, like, had died and they have a Disney yep. movie coming out and they've got all these tributes around Disney. It's yeah we've, we've had to talk about some things like Yeah.
1: Same here. We actually um it was funny it just came up this weekend because they were playing Descendants one and two mm-hmm. all on day. Disney. Yeah, all day long. <laughs> prepping for the Descendants three, which my kids have already asked if they could like record it so that yeah. we could have it, you know, to watch it and stuff. And I was like, absolutely. Um, the movies are kind of a cute idea for people that cute. don't I understand. I do too. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's on Disney. It's a a series. They've got a Descendants movie one, and then they've had a two, and now they're coming out with a three because it really is just that successful. But the whole movie is based on children of Disney villains. Okay, that have the villains have been banished to like a an island that they. They're they're it's a bad island. You know, I mean all the bad yeah. people are there. So the main characters are the children of Maleficent, mm-hmm. the evil queen from Snow White, mm-hmm. um, and Jafar from Aladdin, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Cruella Deville from 101 yes. Dalmatians. So those four, that's what started the movie off. The moms and the parents, if you will, um, which played the the Historical villains um, are some pretty famous people too. But anyway, these four characters um, are then allowed to go across the magical bridge that goes into the fairy tale land where, and they go to school at like a private school, which is all for uh, Disney characters, the good characters' children. So there's the son who's about to be king, and he's the son of Belle and the Beast. Mm hmm. There's um, a girl who's the daughter of Sleep and Beauty. There's the son of Prince Charming and Cinderella. There's the daughter of Mulan. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the son of Doby, um, one of the seven yeah.
0: dwarves. You know, <laughs> He's my favorite.
1: I love Doug. Yeah. The fairy and so godmother
0: they, and her daughter are there.
1: Fairy godmother is the the like headmistress, the headmistress basically. Yeah. I love it. Um So, yeah, it's just, and there's, you know, the evil kids are supposed to be evil, but of course they want to be good when they realize what these other kids are like and blah, blah, blah. But they've done, it's a lot of singing and dancing and and stuff, but the background is just pretty neat concept. Well, Cameron Boyce, who was a Disney star, you know, you know how Disney recycles their characters. They put these Mm -hmm. kids in lots of different things, movies, TV shows. He's best known for probably the TV show, Jesse. Mm -hmm. And um and a few weeks ago actually he passed away in his sleep after a seizure um and an incident that they haven't really said much more about they said it was an ongoing health issue um he's 20 years old he's playing these characters and he's um set to be in the descendants three which is already filmed and done and they were doing promotions for and everything and they had to put everything to a halt because he passed away and they actually delayed the opening night or whatever it was. Um, And so it's coming up next week, I guess, maybe this Friday Friday Mm -hmm. it'll be coming out. So it is. um, Yeah. That was something my kids loved, Jesse. Um, They watched that show a lot. They loved Descendants. So they've seen him and all sorts of stuff. And um, yeah, he died and it's been a kind of an ordeal and this is, I agree. That's kind of one of their first people they can, relate to I guess age-wise and not even age-wise but in the shows that they watch and the things that they've seen them do so uh, props to Disney for how they have been handling it though I Mm -hmm. think it's been pretty nice they have these nice little video tribute you know a 30 second thing that plays on commercial sometimes um, just kind of saying you know you're in our thoughts and hearts and stuff and that's it and then now they've kind of gone back on with the regular promotion of the
0: movie and whatnot so um and they were on Fe- celebrity family feud last night i saw it yeah we've missed it was, but we're gonna watch it and tape the we're gonna get it on demand and, and tape it for her.
1: So. i saw it they were on there and it was uh yeah it was um kenny ortega was yeah. their team leader so which you know he's been famous he's done all kinds of movies and shows and stuff so um I think you did part of Dirty Dancing, maybe. Can you take her or something? I and think
0: so. I know he was a choreographer for Michael Jackson at some point, too.
1: Yes. Yes. So I think anything that's had choreography and he's touched yeah. to has kind of and become teens. gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of become gold. And so um, he was their, their leader on there,
0: which was kind of cool. Um, so who anyway, plays Hades? Those, who? The son of Hades. Who plays who, Who's that character? He was on Celebrity Family Feud with them.
1: Yeah, I can't I remember can his to name. Be crazy, like, it's like Grayson Jackson or something like that. Okay.
0: I've um, been trying to place where I've seen him, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, and and it's funny they have each one of these movies for anybody that's ever just super curious about what these movies are about, and if they want to um, go watch it. You know, one of the things that's kind of cool is um, Ursula. Is on there, her daughter, um, mm-hmm. Uma, I think it is, right? Yes. That, um, I just, I have loved the the creativity they've come up with on the costumes and the way they tie in the history of the storylines, you know, mm-hmm. and I just think it's pretty cool. Um, the character that plays um, Hades uh, is Cheyenne Jackson. is his name. Okay, And he's, know
0: he is easy on the eyes. Yeah, I've seen him in something before. I just can't place where it is. And I'll um, should probably just look it up. It's driving me crazy.
1: Well, it says that he has been in a lot of musicals. Um, oh. Yeah, he's been in a lot of musicals. He was in the movie United 93. And he played Mark Bingham, the guy that charges the yeah tourist, you know okay. i guess that was him yeah um he has been in he did some guest roles in 30 rock and glee um he oh he's been in four of that's the american probably where it horror was. story do you watch american horror story
0: don't watch those so i don't no. either but
1: he's been in four of those it's probably
0: glee it's probably where i
1: saw him probably but he's he is handsome
0: And he's in a kid's
1: movie, but he's he's, 44 years old, and I'm okay with that. Oh, oh,
0: it's fine. Yeah. They're all not kids. No, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: So anyway, that is definitely something else that we're getting ready to watch at our house. I know that. Um, Have you joined the Instagram train yet?
0: Yes, I think. Okay. Have you? I have. I wouldn't say I'm very active, but I'm on there. Okay, so...
1: I've got some tips for you. I think you need to go and look at Sean Johnson. The her page. That's right. Okay. Her she and her husband basically have like a YouTube channel. Um, her husband is Andrew East. Who's a long snapper for football NFL for a while. Um, I don't know if he still plays or not. If he got cut, but he, um, they are pregnant right now with oh, their first yeah. child. Yeah, they actually were very, very public on their yeah. previous miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And they've started this video channel where they kind of document things on video and then they post these, they're pretty funny um, Instagram videos, but they, they're they just really wholesome to watch and, and really fun. And um, I really like the idea that some of this stuff is being played out on the internet, you know, about miscarriages or um, mm-hmm. infertility and different things, you know. I mean, you know, that's always probably pretty hard for some people to talk about, but they've done a really classy job of it. Anyway, I didn't know if you were on Instagram yet or not, or if you active on it, but I think you should be, first of all. Second of all, okay. you need to go and find Sean Johnson or Andrew East's page and watch some of their videos because Okay. They're just adorable. But, you know, America's Sweetheart really rings true for her in these videos. They're adorable. It's just my happy I love moment her. that I was um, going to tell you about.
0: Yeah. I will. And I guess there, I like Sean Johnson. I'll go watch it.
1: Yeah. Or she look just at it, whatever was,
0: I'm doing on Instagram.
1: Both. Look, watch everything. <laughs> she was just inducted into the International Hall of Fame of Gymnastics and
0: oh wow okay
1: they showed her like she was um inducted with Nadia Comaneci and oh. those two were inducted together yeah That's big and time. So they have like a a video of them practicing together like just doing some warm up stuff and how funny it was that they were like oh we are a little rusty you know <laughs> or whatever <laughs> it was just really cool to see and and then to hear her talk about baby stuff and to see them like she's so tiny and he's real tall and you know, she's always just wearing big baggy sweatshirts and hair up in a ponytail and everything. She's very real. I like it. So definitely go check that out. That's my recommendation, uh, for Instagram following. Okay. Good. Need to get on that.
0: Hello. This is Chris from the foot candle film podcast. Are you interested in promoting your business to an online audience? Your ad could be right here. Consider advertising on the Mesh Podcast Network. Head over to the TheMesh.tv for details.
1: All right, so the elephant in the room. We have to talk about it. We have to talk about Big Brother.
0: I'm annoyed. The show we love to hate. We I, love Big Brother. I love Big Brother. I would like it more if they just weren't Big Brother the way they just it's so they need to shake it up. Um, and I know every year they try to, but it fails miserably. And we say this
1: every episode or every year we say, if someone would just keep their mouth shut and like make a big move and not tell everybody about it. Or if you're going to vote against the house, don't tell everybody about it. Like if you're going to flip the vote, don't tell your buddies or whatever. If you have a power, don't tell them. Like, Let's put some excitement back in the game because right now they all know what's happening, they predict it, and they see it coming every single time. You know, I think it's be annoying awesome?
0: because, as big brother, you know, big brother is supposed to have a say over everything you do and watching everything you do. What yes. I would love, what I would love, love, love is if during one of the shakeups, instead of like a power, like you can do this or you can do that, if someone went head of household and then They come back in and, you know, they get their keys or whatever, and they are there. And then right before the nomination ceremony or, you know, whatever, Big Brother says, okay, but here's the thing. You can only vote for You can only nominate two people in your alliance. Right. Like, and then, and then call it out and say, so that means as head of household, you're only eligible to to vote for these people and put it out there. Because the house knows anyway. So yeah. why not? Because, you know, they'd probably be like, oh, well, that's not they're not my line. So they say just big brother should say these are the only people you're able to nominate. And even if there's a replacement, one of your team members has to go up as a replacement as well. well you don't
1: even have to call an alliance. Just put the list up of six people, the six shooters or whatever yeah. they're calling themselves right yeah. now. The, the, what six is The grateful? <laughs> yeah. Great eight full. Yeah. <laughs> just put their names up on the on the television screen and say, here's who you get the cheese from. Yeah, You don't oh, have to say it's awesome. an alliance. Like, just put it up there and be like, oh, yep. Big Brother's decided that this is who you're going to get to choose from. Yeah,
0: that would be and awesome. And
1: that's it. Yeah. Um, I would love that. I would love something more. Now, I do feel like, one, they put a theme to this year's um, season, of BB Camp, okay, which yeah. I always love a theme. Who doesn't love a theme party, right? So that's right. great. Um, So good for them. And I do feel like Big Brother has stepped up the games a little bit, the challenges. Um, They've been a little different than some of the ones we've seen in the past where we used to get recycled equipment in every season, it felt like. This has been a little different. I feel like it's been a little more extreme, um, which I'm fine with. But I just can't stand it when people in the show, like the, the contestants in the show,
0: just try to play it safe on everything yeah it's boring yes and i don't understand why the eight people who chose to be in alliance chose to be in alliance with each other why why, why are you guys why? Alliance? why are you in an eight person alliance
1: That's I the hate dumbest they, thing alliances.
0: Ever. they are the the worst they you, don't 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 any you don't know these people you don't know them. that's right and what's the point of having the secret people in the house that secretly know each other that's played no part in this whole show it's dumb <laughs> why did they like, even make a big deal out of it it's not like the twin twist, which was kind of brilliant and awesome. Absolutely. Like you have twins switching it out and someone figured it out. But, but still. That was still one of those. Is it really the same person? I mean, That's right. it can't not be the same person. It was one of those. But I don't understand. I thought they were going to have more than one group of people in the house that knew each other. But just to have these two people that are kind of like, oh, she used to date my cousin.
1: Yeah. Once well of well that's when they <laughs> like, I was sitting there picturing it and it's like at the end, you know how like in the recap show or after the finale, whenever they've all cast their votes, then they yeah. start telling secrets, right? Like that's when yeah. Derek, after the votes were cast, Derek then came out and said, I'm a FBI agent, you know, yeah. or I'm a, a private investigator or whatever he was. Because your vote's already cast, you can say anything you want then. Yeah. From the jury. You know, I was picturing like The votes have been cast, and then somebody, you know, Tommy comes out, and he's like, oh, and so Christy and I know each other because she used to date my cousin, and we didn't want anybody to know. At that point, if I was another cast member, I'd be like, yeah, so, okay. like (laughs) Didn't help you. (laughs) Honestly, Christy was worried if you even liked her or not whenever you moved in the house. Like, it was... (laughs) Who cares? Like your right. your relationship has had no bearing whatsoever on the game. Um and then it turns out that like Kat and Holly or somebody have like pageant world experience in the same realm, but they don't want people they don't to know. know. Yeah, <laughs> but they can't figure out where from and all this stuff. It's dumb. Like I don't <laughs> nobody cares it's- unless unless you actually used to date the person in the house. Or if it's like your ex-husband, right? Like,
0: that would <laughs> Y'all be... Y'all got kids. Right. That would be <laughs> awesome.
1: Yeah. But if it's just this crap of like, oh, my second cousin twice removed used to <laughs> babysit your cat, I like, think nobody cares. I really don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter in the game. No. um, And, you know, it has nothing to do with the season. So just tell everybody, like, who cares? They all think you're a couple anyway. It's dumb. Um, who are you pulling for right now in the show? Nobody.
0: I don't like it. <laughs> no, yeah. they've all got just some little, I mean, I like Tommy. I think he's funny, but yeah, he kind of stays out of it for the most part. But I feel bad Port. was her little, her name, Holly. Is that her yeah. Name? I feel, yeah. I feel bad for her.
1: Cause she Cause gets she's picked under... on a whole lot. Well, she's un... no cat gets picked on. Is that the one with the
0: glasses? Oh, no, Nicole. Nicole. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nicole's kind of awkward and, and weird, but um, Kat's real blonde, ditzy, like an uh, uncomfortable oh, yeah. ditzy. Um, I don't mind her, though, because she's
0: kind of
1: lightweight, like kind of a strong I agree. player. I agree. She's come close to a couple things. She's won a veto. She's yeah. lasted on some stuff. I don't mind her at all. I cannot stand Mickey, the Jackson Mickey or whatever his name is. I don't like him. I think he's kind of gross. Like I just don't mm-hmm. like him at all. I think he's one of these players that he's going to go kick rocks when somebody doesn't tell him or do what he says exactly, you know? And, yeah. you know, I mean, he has that power over several of them in the house, but they're all starting to pick up on it too. Yeah. Um. So. And, and then there's, Aquaman's in there. Yeah, Uh, Jason Momoa's twin brother, whatever his name is. Um, And he's kind of been in the news because he made a comment. Did you hear about the the comment he made that's put him in the news? No. So they're saying it was a racist comment. Oh. Um, And I want to actually quote it. So let me find what it says exactly. Um, But I can tell you he... I I don't know. I'm going to read it so that you actually can tell if you think it's being racist or not. Um, Let me quote it for you. I'm pulling it up. You know, our awkward silences here on there is always because (laughs) I am um, pulling up something on the computer. Um, So let's see, you know, he called, um, he called Kimmy the cancer on the house and then he refers to Jessica, um, who's the plus size model in the house. Mm-hmm. He refers to her as like Consuela or something. I don't know. Um, but he made a comment and now I can't find it anywhere, but he made a comment about Bella who was recently voted off. She's, um... She's the Asian girl, Asian girl. That's right. Yeah. So he made a comment in a group about, they said like something like, Oh, that's, that's the way the, um, that's the way the white on rice or something like that. It's something about rice. And he's like, Asian fried rice when talking about her and people, people like went nuts. over it. um, I wish I could find what he actually said, but I can't. I'm looking at the,
0: I, I, I looked up "Big Brother Races and I pulled up "Big Brother Racist Jack."
1: <laughs> me too. Me too. It was I something about up. rice. Um, but there's apparently a whole bunch of them because I'm going through
0: all these different comments of things that he said, and it's like, oh, uh, the proof is in the pudding. By okay, so unbeknownst to her, Bella was also the uh. receiving end of a racist remark by Jack, who responded to another comment of "the proof is in the pudding" by saying. Rice pudding while referencing Bella, who was Chinese American. Oh. I mean, uh, yeah. it, by okay. itself, insensitive, but when you group it with a bunch of stuff, yes, it's racist.
1: Right. And I mean, let's be honest though, is is rice pudding Asian food? No, it's not.
0: <laughs> but That's... he wasn't trying to, he wasn't, uh, he probably doesn't even know there is a thing called rice pudding. That's, I guess, what I'm kind of getting at is like, yeah. wait, it
1: doesn't even make sense. If it he's doesn't. Trying to take a jab at Bella, like, rice pudding is not Asian. It's, it's like not Canadian Asian. or something, right? It's
0: just, <laughs> it's just bad. It's just bad pudding. But, it's what you feed babies, right? right it's gross. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, yes, if there was no reason to say it. And if you're just, I don't, yeah. All these remarks are coming at against like the minority people in the house or the different ethnicities. Yeah. But to me, okay. And here's what's funny to me he doesn't seem to be without his own background of something other than white.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like there's something else going on in there. Filipino or something in there, right? Like he's very exotic looking. Yeah. I mean, he's nice to look at, but. Absolutely. Yeah. He's very nice to look at. He's. I mean, he's got, you know, he's got the physical features that I think people like too, you know, so yeah. I don't quite understand um, why he's got to be kind of a jerk. But he he from day one has kind of been with the other Jackson. They're both named Jackson, but one goes by Jack and the other one goes by Jackson. So to alleviate that, they went they chose Jackson to go by his last name, which is Mickey. Um, And. they both have just kind of been bullies around the house a little bit. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. And I I know in CBS is like, so the first four people voted out were non-white, the non-whites in the house. That's right. So really the only one left at this point is Jessica. Right. Who's, Who's 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 Hispanic. Yeah. But not like,
1: like her parents are right. Or she's half or something like that. She's something, yes. Yes, she's got Hispanic blood in her, yes. Yes.
0: So I know CBS is dealing with that now, like, um, how did you let this happen? Yeah. Yeah. So, and they were like, I mean, we're not controlling the game. But that's where I come back to say, but you should. If the game is called Big Brother, take some control of the game. Don't just hire a bunch of models to live in a house. Right. And then put them in with awkward people. And expect the models not to outnumber the awkward people and vote them out.
1: Well, that's the whole concept of a big brother, right? Big brother concept is like it's someone that is controlling and managing and puppeting your life, right? Yes. While watching your every move. Like when you think
0: you're in control. That's right. See, That's why I would like if there were like big brother. I feel. Well, I know. I mean, I don't know. But it seems like they have this whole concept planned out for the whole season. These are the games we're gonna do at these points in time. Yeah. Here's how the date, here's how the the voting's gonna go. Yeah. And then there's no, there's nothing in the middle of the season to kind of say, Well, we're kind of going up the deep end. This isn't where we want it to this show to head. We've got to change course and change it up and make it a little more exciting. Because yeah. it gets boring. Like yeah. I would almost rather there after every every week, there should be someone saying, new concept what game can we play this week because it seems like these people are really controlling the house and we need to shake it up a bit yeah yeah what can we do
1: i mean and you know i feel like they tried to do that in the past sometimes with certain certain things like america's voting on things and stuff like that you know which is great i think they should do more of that that's one way at least to keep some things ever
0: changing i just don't feel like they do it enough no, they don't, absolutely. Yeah. Not. I wonder if after this year if they'll change that because of what is happening this year. Like even calling right. Katie cancer in the house, she was in the house two whole days. Yeah. How I mean she's yeah. getting to know people just like the rest of you because you've got tired of hearing her talk. That's like, right.
1: It's it's um you know, and speaking of that, like this maybe doesn't have anything to do with the race portion of it, but um just to kind of explain like how some things work that the bad parts of big brother, I guess, that I don't like about it is because of all the editing, obviously, you know, and I get that. That's, I mean, that it's a show that has cameras on them 24 seven. Like it's just hard to make a big show out of it. Right. You want to trim it down to an hour, but still. Um, So did you know that whenever they moved in the house, when you move in the house, whoever gets that first HOH, is basically like HOH for like two weeks because there's one whole week. Yeah, there's like one whole week that the cameras, they don't even pull anything for the show. Oh. It's like they're going through all these production photos, you know, where you see them out in the yard with like bathing suits and beach balls and stuff. Mm-hmm. And doing all their show prep for the rest of the season, where they have to maybe take photos of them for the cartoon things or for the uh, comic book challenge or the um, if they have life size posters of them during a veto challenge. Like those things all take place during that first week uh, okay. when they're in the house. And so. Really, whoever's there at the first kind of has this extra long thing. And anything that really happens personally in the house does not get aired because they've got production people coming in and out and stuff. So, the first week, Mickey slept with Cat. What? Yeah. And so, then, that's why. And then now, he's with Holly. Okay. And he he even tiptoes around it, and you'll hear, um, like on last night's episode, what's her name? Christy even said it. Christy said something like, I hate how Mickey teeters back and forth between Holly and Kat. And Kat is frustrated now because she's like, she'll say things like, you know, I don't like Mickey and how he treats people and how he reacts to women and she'll allude to this other stuff and they kind of blow it off because she was like, eh, whatever. But there's been clips that people have pulled from the live feeds where people are talking and saying things like, you know, well, it is what it is the first time, you know, like they slept together that first week and nobody ever saw it because that's when you can get away with anything that first week. And then now he's with Holly and he had to, he was quoted on Joker's updates um, as saying, in the live feeds, he said, um, I don't know what I'm going to do about Holly. I'm going to have to have a talk with her because she doesn't want to have sex because we're on camera so much now. He's like, so I'm trying to decide what I'm going to do about her. And I'm like, what? Screw you. Screw you. Yeah. Like, he's puppeting it. You know, he's playing playing her and all. He's in there for some summer loving. And he is kind of manipulative and kind of raunchy towards women and whatever. I'm not a Mickey fan.
0: No, I haven't been since day one.
1: Absolutely. You know, I mean, there's just something in this game that never leans towards the people that are like him. Mm -mm. So yeah, that's my, um, my big brother bandwagon right now. I'm just, I'm kind of like, ugh, I'm disgusted with some of these people.
0: And just, you know, you throw models, you throw what, like eight models in there and then five awkward people and then you want it to be like,
1: who's going to team up with each other? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Moose, who is our producer on the show in there right now, he's not, he's not on the mic, but he's in there. You know, we've always talked about like, and I think you and I, Jeanette, have too, like let's have a 40 and over yes, Big Brother episode, like season, you know, put some moms, some dads, like some just average joe's in there and let's just see what happens and you know um like i even laughed i was like you put one plus size person in the house this year and she happens to be a plus size model
0: like right right (laughs) right. Right. like there's a broadway actor (laughs) what yeah yeah the one
1: gay guy is a broadway actor is is (laughs) somewhat famous yeah exactly (laughs) Like he has fans and a following. But see,
0: that's what everyone knows. We're gonna be have like, so Christy is she's um a lesbian too because didn't she say she dated his cousin, cousin. who was a female? Yes. yes. Okay. She says she likes girls. That's how she. So put they have it. two in the house this year, right? Because didn't Tommy say that he had a boyfriend? Am I making that up or no? Okay. I don't know if he has a boyfriend, but he's definitely into dudes. Okay. Okay. And yeah, I heard that. somewhere. I didn't want to like. Out he said that. Yeah. Really out, but.
1: Well, he um, an, he noted that you know like. There were guys in the house that were easy to look at. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's always gonna be like one or two of them. Yeah. You have these models, you're gonna have beauty pageant queens, and then you're gonna have like the grandpa or the grandma. The always or the older, the older person older with one. kids, whoever yep. it is. It doesn't have to be a grandpa and grandma, but the older person with kids. Yeah. And then you're gonna have like two or three black people, maybe an Asian thrown in Yeah. It's always gonna be like maybe three or four minorities, right? Yes. So it's like, come on, switch it up. And there's always like, the like
1: Awkward, nerdy, like, weirdo kid. Okay, so I want to talk about Nick, because he's not my favorite, but I thought it was hilarious. Whenever he, I mean, I think he really likes Bella whenever she got kicked out, you know, and he was so sad, he was really upset. But um, I thought it was hilarious when he went in during the live eviction vote, and Julie, like, you know, says, hello, Nick, you know, please cast your vote to evict or whatever. And he sat down and he was just like, I'm depressed. You know? and she was like, <laughs> I know. And then Sam came in and Sam was like, she was like, Sam, please cast your vote to evict. And he was like, oh, I vote to evict Jack. He's like, bye, Bella. Have a good summer. Like, <laughs> like, I love Sam.
0: I do like Sam. Yeah, I'm tra- I, I'm on the fence about them because I can't try it. I'm trying to figure out if they're trying to be in with the in crowd, the cool guys, and it drives yeah. me nuts. Well, Again, and I like think we're unfortunately
1: not like- they were they were screwed over by the cool kids. Yeah, right. They were put into the situation where Sam was like, "Oh, okay, you guys are using me as like a vote." Okay. And then he gets blindsided by them and they were like, sorry, we kind of had to use you on this. You kind of fell between the cracks with it and got caught up in the, the mess with Nick and Bella. And then they're kind of like, but now we're going to vote out Bella. And so it's, I don't know. The, the, the bullies of the house truly are that I feel like they're kind of bullying everybody. It's really, and, and as of last night's episode, and i have not been reading like Joker's updates or anything, or seeing a lot of the updates, I've just seen bits and pieces here and there. It looks like people are starting to kind of become wise to the idea of like, Oh, because we had such a big alliance. Now we're already at the point where we have to start picking those people off. Yeah. Like, When you have that big of alliance, you have to start kicking each other out sooner
0: than your three-person or four-person alliance, you know? Yeah, and it drives me nuts that every year, every year, even though people call themselves super fans and watch the show, maybe they just don't pick up on things or they just get in there and they lose their minds. But every year, I feel like it's guys pulling the puppet strings, using these girls, and then the girls being like, oh, no – we're going to take, they're going to take us to the end and then they end yeah. up getting voted out and it's, you, it comes down to three guys or two guys and one girl. Yeah. And yeah. the two guys are, have already made a final two deal. Right. That's I feel what's like going to happen this year. I've never, I've never figured out why. I know that one year they tried to be an all girls alliance and it was like, it just didn't work. And that was because they just did they didn't allow it to work. Yeah. But, but I've just never understood why the girls get in there. And the first thing they like to do is get into a showman's. And have some guy carry her along. Yeah. Like, these girls would have been so much stronger together. These were actually, some, I
1: mean, between Christy and Sis and Holly. And Annalise, and even, that is that her
0: name? Annalise,
1: Annalise, yeah. they yeah. Call her. Sis. I like her. Yeah, between those people and even Nicole, who's awkward but seems pretty smart about the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Jessica, who's like battle back came in, yeah. you know, from that first thing and everything, and and she's still at least laying pretty low as of recently, they could have really done some damage thus far in the house, I really think. I would love to have seen, like, them truly... You want to have a showmance? You go right ahead, but on the side, you should have this girls' alliance that actually is working to take them right. out. Right. Use him that's the way what, he's going to use you. That's what Mike Boogie and... and um Dr. What's his name did. Oh yeah. you know That's what they did is they actually like had these girls in showmances and they were secretly kicking them out.
0: Oh yeah. Didn't Dr. And it was didn't, brilliant. Like Boogie like proposed. Yes.
1: Yeah. But that was it. That was, that was the thing they were like, yeah. Oh, you know, my showmance, that's who I'm going to take out because you're dating her best friend too. And then you're going to get her out next. Right. And they're like, yeah, that's what we do. That's why we're doing it. And I'm like, yes. Brilliant. If it was flipped. <laughs> right, right. Well, it's just,
0: it's <laughs> flip it. Although I love Mike Boogie and Dr. Will. Those, I favorite.
1: love, you know, we love
0: them. You know, our, our I would love for them, them to co host the show. It would be hilarious.
1: I think it would be fantastic. I honestly think Julie Moonbez might be on her way out. Oh, Julie Chen
0: Moonbez. Yeah, she needs to be on her way out and yes. let them pull the puppet strings. Like the best, the best twist ever was the one Mike Boogie had when he did, I don't know if it was All Stars, where he uh-huh. had the coup d'etat. And they yes. never did it again. It was yeah. the
1: best. I don't understand why some of those things aren't brought back. Like they stopped doing a lot of these things. I guess. I don't know. It seems and weird. I, like
0: I want to see the rules again. Cause I say it every year. I think the, About veto, the veto, I think the veto is being used the wrong way. Like I'm, I'm almost positive. Cause I remember Marcellus and I think her name was Amy or something like that. He used it on Amy and then he got put on the block and sent home they said marcellus you shouldn't have used the veto now you're going up so that's the whole point of the veto it's not to save three people right or four people or however many we're saving right if you use the veto then you could become you could because you don't have the veto because you don't have it just gave it to somebody right the Mm. power of veto has become a i can take somebody off the block. And if they're going to do that, if you're going to win the power of veto, you should be able to take somebody off the block and nominate someone yourself. Yeah. Instead of letting the head of household do it. Well, that's what almost what Christie's secret
1: power is. The diamond power of veto. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I still don't understand her
0: whole thing, but
1: (laughs) it's because of her accent. It's because of her accent. You can't understand (laughs) what she's saying because of her accent, how she talks. So, all right. We are just about done, and, you know, I I can save it for another time, but I've been watching Trash Summer TV. There's not much (laughs) to report. It's Real Housewives of New York, which just wrapped up, Southern Charm, Southern Charm New Orleans, Um, the hot mess that is The Bachelorette, which I have refused to watch. We'll now be watching the finale tonight and tomorrow night because it's a two night, three and eight hour finale or whatever it is. Not doing it. Um, I've been watching and I tell myself every week, I don't need to watch it this week. I don't really care. I don't care about that much (laughs) and I end up watching it. So uh, whatever. Um, One day I will learn my lesson. Um, But I'm ready for some fall TV and some new stuff to come out. How about you? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Absolutely. All right. So this worked out well, doing it remotely. We can do this at any time now. So we're going to get off the air here. We are going to schedule another date. We're going to be back for Chick Chat um, to to really dive into some other topics. We're always open to suggestions. If you guys have any, you can email us at info at TheMesh.TV. I do want you to go to TheMesh.TV and check out any other shows that you might like. I mentioned Foot Candle Films is on there. Um, We've got all kinds of things, topics for everybody. So please go check out The Mesh and uh, subscribe and listen and review your favorite shows. Um, Okay, so until next time, Jeanette, tell everybody goodbye. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. We'll catch you guys on the flip side.